Welcome to the BadgerBlitz.com podcast. I'm Benjamin Wargo, the Wisconsin men's basketball and I guess still football beat writer for the Rivals.com network. There's no football to be played this upcoming fall for the Big Ten and the University of Wisconsin. Uh, the Badgers, along with the other 13 schools in the Big Ten conference, found out Tuesday morning that they, along with volleyball and soccer and cross country, are not going to be playing this upcoming fall sports season. Kevin Warren, the Big Ten commissioner, made that decision after counseling with Big Ten presidents and chancellors. A vote was taking place, and we assume it was a 12-2 to 2 margin. We heard over the weekend that Nebraska and Iowa were the two schools that wanted to play. Kevin Warren would not confirm or deny that, but we all, we, all we know is that as of right now, Big Ten football will not be played this upcoming year. A lot of people understood the decision. A lot of people hated the decision. Uh, a lot of student-athletes couldn't understand the decision, and I think a lot of people are right there with them, too. On this podcast, we're going to hear from Wisconsin head coach uh, Paul Christ, who spoke to the media via a Zoom call earlier on Tuesday. We will play that back for you. Uh, but more importantly, we're going to try to eat the path that it took uh, to get here to this moment in time where the Big Ten, the Pac-12, the MAC, and the Mountain West Conference are all postponing their fall sports season while the Big 12 is expected to play this upcoming season. The ACC and the SEC, no official announcement from them either, but they're also expected to play as of this moment. Who knows what will change? It's going to be very odd to see the Big 10 not be playing this fall. It'll be the first time since the late 1800s that Wisconsin will not play a football season in the fall. They're hoping to play in the spring, but as some Student-athletes have pointed out on Twitter that is not the smartest decision to do. And Barry Alvarez said the same thing, that it's not ideal to play two football seasons in the same calendar year. But those are going to be topics that are going to be uh, broached over the next several days and several weeks, along with eligibility. A lot of talk about eligibility, what happens there. Again, those means are expected to take place on Wednesday, according to a Zoom call we had with Athletic Director Barry Alvarez. So how did we get here? Well, it kind of started to trickle out uh, over the weekend. We talked to Parker Gabriel and had a decent conversation, and we were kind of under the impression that Wisconsin and Nebraska and all the other Big Ten schools were just going to play an abbreviated schedule. Well, it started to happen on Saturday and Sunday that this no longer was going to be the case. The Mid-American Conference announced it was postponing its fall season, saying the health and safety concerns for athletics. The Big Ten also announced over the weekend that preseason practices would remain in helmets only until further notice. And the Detroit Free Press also reported on Sunday that the league voted 12-2 to not to play this upcoming year. Only Nebraska and Iowa were the two schools that wanted to play. And if you, if you heard the comments by... Nebraska head coach Scott Frost, you know that Nebraska was one of the schools that wanted to play. Uh, Kevin Warren, the Big Ten commissioner, has said even for the last month or so that he was very concerned about the fate of this upcoming season. He talked about when the schedule was released, saying that while they're hopeful a schedule will be played, releasing the schedule does not guarantee that competition will occur. Now you look at what happened on Monday when the news started to leak out that the Big Ten was going to cancel. Big Ten 
made a statement that no games, that no vote, excuse me, had taken place, but the damage had already been done because the Power 5 athletes started a social media movement with the hashtag, we want to play, saying some different demands that they had of uniform testing, something that has been sorely missing from the NCAA. Kind of, it's like what we see in this political climate where everyone's out for themselves trying to figure out their own way of doing it instead of a uniform policy or procedure. The Big Ten and really the Big Ten schools are all kind of just trying to do their own thing to make sure that their student athletes stay safe. You look at what Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh released. He released a detailed statement of how the program has safely conducted testing and spelled out ways to safely return to the field. Ohio State coach Ryan Day and Penn State coach James Franklin said they would fight for their players to not have the season be canceled. And like Scott Frost was the most brazen of all, saying the university is committed to playing football and was planning on looking at other options if the Big Ten cancels. So it'll be interesting to see what Nebraska will do because there's a lot of legal options, uh, legal things tied into Nebraska beating at the Big Ten. Wisconsin began practices on Monday, two days ago, and no coaches or players were available for comment, not knowing exactly what they did, but we did know that they were out on the field. And then the news kind of came down on Tuesday. It's going to be the first time since 1888 that Wisconsin is not going to play football in the fall. Here are some statements. First from the Big Ten, uh, uh, Commissioner Kevin Warren, the mental and physical health and welfare of our student-athletes has been at the center of every decision we have made regarding the ability to proceed forward. As time progressed and after hours of discussion with our Big Ten Task Force for Emerging Infectious Diseases and the Big Ten Sports Medicine Committee, it became abundantly clear that there was too much uncertainty regarding potential medical risk to allow our student-athletes to compete this fall. Side note here, why haven't the Big Ten said what those things are? That's the one thing I think that has a lot of people bothered is that what are the discussions? What did the Big Ten Task Force say? I think a lot of people would have a little bit more clarity and understanding if those discussions were made public and not just these blanketed you know, statements without any punch behind it. Kevin Warren also really didn't go into those type of things in several media interviews that he did after that. I continue. We know how significant the student-athlete experience can be in shaping the future of the talented young women and men who compete in the Big Ten Conference. Although that knowledge made this a painstaking decision, it did not make it difficult. While I know our decision today will be disappointed in many ways for our thousands of student-athletes and their families, I am heartened and inspired by their resilience, their insightful and discerning thoughts, and the participants through our conversations to this point Everyone associated with the Big Ten Conference and its member institutions is committed to getting everyone back to competition as soon as it's safe to do so. So again, men's and women's cross country, field hockey, football, men's women's soccer, and women's volleyball are all the sports that are affected. The comments from a joint statement from Barry Alvarez and Chancellor Rebecca Blank is as follows. As we all know, the COVID-19 pandemic has impacted every aspect of our lives, both personally and professionally. For many students and staff, it has brought anxiety and stress, and we are all looking forward to a time when things begin to look and feel more, quote, normal, end quote. For many months, we had hoped that the return of fall collegiate sports might be an opportunity to restore some sense of normalcy and provide brighter moments for our university, our city, and our state. 
Even so, today's decision by the Big Ten to postpone the fall 2020 sports season is the correct one. It was made with the input of medical professionals and with the best interests of student-athletes, fans, and staff at its core. Athletic department staff have worked incredibly hard to create as safe an environment as possible for our teams to practice and prepare for the season, but there is simply too much unknown risk for us to proceed with the confidence we need to launch our sports season. At the end of the day, the health and safety of our student athletes, coaches, and staff is our top priority. Nothing is more important. As the Big Ten statement indicates, sports are simply different from other campus activities. There is no way to preserve physical distancing during competition, and masking can make competition very difficult. There are also a variety of unknowns about the interaction of COVID-19 with extreme physical exertion. As a result, playing the fall season would pose risks that we think are not acceptable for our student-athletes and our athletic staff, so on and so forth from there. Here's a couple things that stick out from when Barry Alvarez talked to the media show that they're after. You look at the Big Ten wanting to play a spring season. Two full seasons back-to-back is going to be too much for student-athletes. And Eric Burrell on Twitter, he's probably been the most outspoken Wisconsin athlete on Twitter saying that it's just not realistic for that to happen. It's not fair for the student-athletes to be asked to do that. It's not fair that student-athletes could opt out, but there's not an opportunity for them to opt in. Uh, Penn State head coach James Franklin said that he wished the Big Ten would have waited a little bit longer to make that decision. Other coaches have echoed that choice. Big Ten wanted to start at the beginning of September. The SEC is not starting until the end of September. More time, more flexibility to make that schedule work made sense. Extend the season out into February, if so be it. That way you have more opportunity to play games, like 15 or so weeks if you go into late February to play your 10-game schedule. That's where the lack of uniformity from the NCAA really rears its ugly head. The NCAA did not step in here at any point to make this a reality. NCAA has been dragging their feet for eons over several issues. There's no uniformity in the sport. Look at the the waiver uh, process. Look at player X gain a waiver and player Y not gain a waiver. Why did Michael Potter get a waiver, but these other players did, going back to Wisconsin men's basketball forward? So many inconsistencies with the NCAA in terms of punishment, in terms of granting access, and in terms of this pandemic. It's not like this pandemic just snuck up on everybody here a week ago. This has been here since March. We've been in quarantine wearing masks for five months, and the NCAA didn't have any sort of plan of how to proceed. Foolishness. We knew there wasn't going to be a vaccine until the start of next year at the earliest, and yet still the NCAA had no plan. Foolishness. You look at where Wisconsin's sitting now, the Badgers are expecting a $100 million budget shortfall shortfall this upcoming year. There's going to be budget cuts. There's going to be furloughs. Barry Alvarez has said he is trying to prevent the loss of athletic sports. Wisconsin hasn't made any cuts to their athletic department since the early 90s when baseball and some other sports got the axe. Another big question has to deal with eligibility. What's going to happen with these student-athletes and their eligibility for these spring sports seasons if they are played? Will they lose a year of eligibility for a half season? Will they be able to opt out and maintain eligibility? We already know the NCAA would allow students to opt out and keep their scholarship and their staying within the team, but how will that affect them long-term? And who knows how many student-athletes are actually going to want to stay and compete if they're preparing for the NFL draft. 
how many student athletes at Wisconsin are we going to see in the transfer portal here the next 24 to 48 hours and try to go to other conferences who will play this upcoming year? It's going to be a, a huge domino effect here in the coming days for Wisconsin athletes who want to play, who want to get on with their lives and finish out their college football season and go and play professionally, move on to the private sector or whatever. A huge issue facing the NCAA there because there's no consistency. And again, Wisconsin, according to Barry Alvarez, has leaned on the medical professionals. Player safety was the top concern. Medical task force, and they kept going back to them. They leaned on local doctors, university hospital. Money was never an issue. Cost never came up. Alvarez said we were going to handle that, and that was never an issue. So why couldn't the Big Ten, with all of its money from its TV deals, and everything else that comes with it, their their revenue sharing plan, not come up with a uniform plan to make this work. They already canceled all the non-conference games, and you extended the Big Ten season. Why not shorten it? If you're concerned about everything, why didn't you shorten the Big Ten season and make it just divisional play? Why didn't you just have six games, the winner from each division, plays in the Big Ten championship game? You're already going to lose money by not having gate revenue, and you're not going to have concessions and souvenirs. Who cares about the number of games? Get something, and now the Big Ten is getting nothing. Now, that's not to say that canceling the season is not ultimately going to be the right move. We may see in the coming weeks the Big 12, the ACC, and the SEC realize that it's just not smart to play college football this upcoming year. But the thing is, those conferences were smart to build in more time to allow the science and to allow the testing, and to allow a plan to come fully into picture before making that decision. The Big Ten has been first and foremost so many times during this pandemic, the first to cancel the Big Ten tournament, men's basketball tournament postseason, the first to cancel non-conference scheduling. But they were the first in the wrong way here to be the first Power Five conference to cancel games. Big Ten should have taken more time here to let things play out. They should have come with better testing protocols, a more uniform testing protocol. I'm not saying they should have went to a bubble like the NHL and the NBA have done so miraculously well over the course of the last several weeks and months. But they should have come up with a better plan to combat this. Because now we are sitting here on August 11th, as I record this, with no Big Ten football to look forward to in the coming weeks. Wisconsin head coach Paul Chris is usually very tight-lipped, doesn't really ramble on very much to the media when he spoke, but he was very eloquent in his words when he spoke with us on Tuesday afternoon. So much so that the first question, he actually had a long-winded answer, a passionate answer, something that we usually don't get from Paul Chris during all his immediate availability during the year. I'm going to play that conference for you now in its entirety. I will apologize. It was taped off of Zoom, but you'll get the gist of what exactly Paul Chris had to deal with with his players and the uncertainty that he's dealing with as a head coach now that the certainty of not having a fall football season has been finalized. Did you have an opportunity to meet with the team today about the news? And if so, um, what was their reaction and how do you now keep them mentally and physically engaged all fall for a spring season with no guarantees that even that's going to happen? Yeah, um, hopefully I'll answer that and just had a couple. You just got done uh, meeting with the team and uh, 
that meeting was a virtual meeting. And so, um, you know, it's hard to necessarily get the gauge. And obviously, you know, when we sent out the, our group was kind of split up today. So we couldn't do the team meeting before the announcement. So we kind of told them what was coming and uh, that we'd have a team meeting and really try to give them some, some further details as far as what, what it meant for us and for them, right? Um, you know, so I don't know, Jesse, that I've got a great, you know, this was the response, although, you know, certainly been around him a lot. Um, and it's been awesome being around him, um, probably the last month. And, and so I have a, a pretty good sense of where they were at. And, and I think that, um, really throughout this whole, you know, it was, uh, right before spring break. And before the start of spring ball is when this really hit our team. You know, the, the news and they were going home. And we didn't know if they were just going home for spring break or maybe a week after that, right? And, and I'm, I've been really uh, proud of, and it's been fun to see how our guys have handled all the uncertainty, right? And that's what it's been. And, it's, and, I, and our team's no different than everyone across the nation, right? Like it's not that we're experiencing something that no one else is, but, but I think the you know, the way they handled the, the quarantine and, and when they came back and how they handled the, the summer, you know, the kind of the first phase of, of summer conditioning and that was very different for them, but they, they love being around each other and, and um, kind of getting going. And then, who was it? Uh, probably two and a half weeks ago, or whatever that was. You know, we could have another kind of transition to another phase. It was a new phase, extended training period, where you could have a little bit more time with them. And I thought they handled that really well. And and um, you know, then we kind of uh, started camp, right? And and throughout all of that, I think they did a great job of of kind of being in the moment, but also, you know, there was every day it was. They were looking for, I think all of us were looking, you, you want to try to find some certainty, right? You, know, you want to try to find some some answers. And, and there was certainly, you know, whether it was, uh, you know, been on calls with our, our the parents of our players. And um, I think everyone in this time values anything that's certain. And um, that's probably the only thing that today's announcement gave us was certainty right and um it's unfortunate and you know one of the things i love about this this team and i bet you it's been most teams have been a part of you know getting the chance to play the game and to compete and to be a part of a team um that's that's a big part of their their why you know that's what um means so much to them and and so I think if you're truthful, my guess is that they're starting to process. There's nothing that, you know, every, I think every meeting we started since probably in June, you know, maybe even May, you know, we talked about there's probably three scenarios that are likely. We One, we can start on time. Two, we could push the kind of a delayed season and, and see what happens there. Or three, it gets postponed. So, I think every one of us knew 
that this was one of the possibilities, right? And, um, you know, just this morning when we didn't know, you know, a couple guys were just, I just want to know, you know, and, and so I think that we know now, right? And um, and I think that's the that's the challenge, and that's the opportunity that we have going forward is is how do we how do we take the time um, going forward? And you're right, you know, there's as much uncertainty of, of what's going to happen, really, even what this fall means. Like, what can we do this fall, right? Like. Um, I don't see it like, oh, fall's just going to be like a typical spring, right? Because, um, we're in a different, we're in a different world right now. And, um, you know, are we going to play spring ball? You know, I've got some concerns about that, you know, that, you know, to me, it's hard to play two seasons in one year. And the truth of it is, is that, you know what? We're not playing football in 2020. That's been determined. And then, you know, and I've, you know, got some ideas and thoughts, but a lot of the discussions haven't gone there, right? You know, and, and I felt good throughout all this. You know, I was been part of, you know, calls. And uh, Coach Alvarez certainly has been a bunch of them, and he's kept me abreast. And, and, um, and so, you know, there's still a lot to find out, right? But it's um, – you know, I think our kids need a, a chance to uh, to kind of reset before school starts, and then we'll come back. And but I also I believe in this group, and and I believe in their um, they they have a desire to 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 keep working to to get better. And and um, you know, they did it. They did it over quarantine. They did it this summer. It was uncertain times. They did it um, really. They've done it every all along, and with a big, you know, number of clouds, and certainly a lot of talk going on in their in their heads. So, um, so the fall won't be any different, right? I think that they'll, they'll be. Um, you don't want to take it for granted, but but I believe in this group, and, and that we'll uh, we'll find a way to, to really make it a uh, productive fall. Do I know what exactly it's going to look like? No, but I do, I know what our group is made of and I know what our intentions will be. And therefore I'm confident that we can, we'll find a way to get a lot out of uh, whatever time we have until the, the next time we get to play a game. I want to know in your talks with players what they've said about, you know, eligibility. If a spring season were to happen, I know eligibility as a whole has got to be decided other places, but what have those conversations been like about, you know, do they want to play a shortened season in the spring if it costs them eligibility? Yeah, I think, I think, hold on, I think that was really one of the, the number one questions that kept coming up is, I believe it is this, that, um, I think everyone certainly recognizes and respects and and kind of uh, is knowledgeable about COVID. And, and certainly there's a lot of responsibility. You know, a lot of our guys, um, you know, when we were getting together, didn't want to be the one to cause other people to um, maybe miss time. And, and certainly, like all of us, right? I mean, didn't want family members, right? So that, that was there. And then, the, but I, I think uh, the the eligibility concern was big. They didn't 
you know what they don't want to do is they don't want to waste a year. They didn't want to waste an opportunity. And and that could be a couple ways, you know, a short season. You know, I remember just having conversations, in your opinion, whoever, you know, what is a, a good number that you say that was a, that was a good season to you, right? You, you know what I mean? And, and then it was the – I think there's a lot of talk, too, about the unintended, you know, if you're healthy, but if you were maybe in a quarantine, you know, that's a, we kind of right or wrong. We're in a world where if, if you sprain your ankle, if you got a bad hamstring or something, you miss, you miss games and you kind of know why, right? You know, I got a bad shoulder. I'm going to be out two weeks, but when you're healthy, that's a hard one to process. So I think those were the two things. And that's still a question, right? And, and certainly we hope to, there's a lot of unanswered questions that I think our, our guys still, we want to know, and I know they want to know. And, and I think we want to know it so we can tell them that. But I think that that's another, I think that's something that has to be discussed when you're talking about spring football, right? Is, is this enough to kind of count as that was a good season, right? That, that was, if, I think it's easy for me like if I'm a senior, is that how I want to spend my last season, right? And um, knowing there's no guarantees, you know, it's still, you know, went through with Jack Sitchy, right? You know, and and Sitch, you know, missed missed it, and uh, Xander and Neville, you know, a couple, and, and so I know that you can't. It's not a perfect world, but but I think what you're asking is is really real for him, and I think that's. Um, that's as you talk about how we go forward. I think that's something that, you know, I think that's part of my, my position is how do I speak for them and advocate for them when I have a time in a meeting or, you know, certainly again, I'm lucky coach Alvarez understands that. Right. And so I don't think I have to spend as much time trying to get with, you know, our athletic department to try to make that, but it's, um, I think it's a, those, that's a real, that was a common, common thing that came up in the talking about the fall. And I think it probably still would carry over to, you know, everyone's going to be asking, right, you know, what's, are we doing spring? What's spring going to look like? How does that mean? What's it going to be? And, and so there's still a lot unanswered. Uh, circling back to the spring, you said your concerns. I know Barry mentioned on the previous Zoom that, He's talked to you about your experience at one year. Can you take us back and share what the obstacles were for guys to go from the league you were in to the NFL and how that might translate for college kids to go from one season to another? Yeah, I mean, I, I just know, you know, it was when I was in the World League. Okay. And, um, and we had a number of players that, that were in the World League and and, and then went to uh, play in the NFL. So you're talking about, I think the World League was 10 games. And, and, and you know, back then... You know, you had training camp that started. Those were July starts, right? You know, it was a. It's just a. It's a long season. I've been a part of, you know, in in the NFL and the CFL, we when you have just long seasons in general. You know, it's the the rookie wall is real for first and and maybe even some second year players, right? It's just a long time, and I think that I think it's just something we've got to um, you, you got to address and bring up and. I think there's some ways you can do it that that kind of can uh, relieve some of that and 
and and still, I think there's there's a lot of things we can talk about that I think can provide some you know interaction, but not not have to do like a full season or even like a shortened season. I mean, it's uh, those would be interesting discussions. This is this pandemic has affected so many things, but how do you think it will affect recruiting um, overall with with sport with um, with with possibly football moving to the spring, how do you think uh, that will affect uh, recruiting classes? Yeah, I mean, to say I know would be I don't know, right? Um, I know that the kids that we're recruiting right now, and um, you know, they're they're going through some you know things that are right now. You know, some states are you know right now they're going, some aren't going, some have already moved back to spring. You know, we've had a couple kids planning on coming here for spring and they're going to play at their high school, which I think fits. It's a good decision for the couple that are doing that, right? There's going to be a lot. I think that, you know, certainly you've, you know, we've all missed out on time where um, you've got, you know, maybe sophomores that would have been on campus. So, you know, a lot of our class that we're recruiting now, a lot of them have been on campus, but, you know, as, as the recruiting cycle kind of speeds up, there's a number of kids that you're recruiting that haven't been on campus, which you normally probably would have been. But um, I think everyone's going through it, right? And, and so I don't know, Casey, how it's going to affect it. I think it's, you know, it's our job to, to keep recruiting and to find ways through this um, – through the situation we're in now to still recruit effectively and, and, um, and, and make sure you, you find ways to, that the prospects can learn all there is to learn about, you know, your university, your city, your program. And, and it might be a different way to do it, but the, the end, the end game is no different. It's, it's how do you, how do you get them to know everything there is about the university of Wisconsin? But I, I to say I know, I don't know. If I could follow up, um, do you think high school football should be? I know Wisconsin's having a delay to their. I think they're going to like think start practices. I think or games in mid September. Do you think high school football should be uh, played in Wisconsin? In your opinion, you know, it's. I'm not in a position to to comment on that. Okay, in my opinion, you know, I haven't been. So I've put all my energy into this right here and, and, you know, spending a ton of time on calls and, and trying to figure out, you know, one thing that's, that's come out of this, uh, you know, we've had a number of calls with the, with head coaches and all the ADs and, and uh, some with just the, the coaches and, and the, I've enjoyed the, the, the calls we've had with the, the coaches. There's not one coach you know, that, that wasn't, isn't wanting to play football. Right. And yet we all understand all the different things that go with it. And, um, and we should want that. And yet I think we all definitely want what's best for football, but you want what's best for your, your players and, and, and to be able to look them in the eye and, and, and do all that. And, and, it's the same thing for high school kids, right? It's, you know, we 
game, and there's value in the game, great value in the game. Um, and we're facing something that that none of us have faced before. As of right now, other conferences are moving forward. Are you at all concerned that teams will try to poach players off your roster? Yeah, I mean, it's been brought up in our calls, right? And um, and I think the whole, you know, even the, the shift, there's going to be a shift in college football. Next year it will be, you know, I anticipate where kids can transfer without sitting out, right? Um, and I think that, you know, anytime you're in a position where you decide some first, it, it could happen, right? You know, um, I don't know that I'm necessarily haven't spoken to anyone that's that's talked to me about it yet, you know, on our, our current roster, but, you know, they just found out also right now. But I think that that's certainly it's been brought up and it's, um, you know, I know when the when the Mac made their decision, I know the, the phones were ringing in a lot of places and, and, um, and many of them from, quite honestly, from other, you know, Mac coaches, you know, saying, got a kid here, he wants to go and, you know, do you have a spot, you know? I know that that's going on, and, and I think that's. Uh, I know. Are you going? Are they going to play? We don't know, right? It's they're delaying their decision. We don't know what their decision is, and the, and the Big Ten has made their decision, right? So the the kids know that much as far as Big Ten, but uh, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if if there's people being approached on it, but. Certainly haven't had any discussions, and and I don't know Jim would. You know, I think there's a number of kids would come to me on it. I don't know all of them would, you know, but um, I think there's certainly a a window where, you know, we talked about that as coaches that it, that's very conceivable. You mentioned your concerns about uh, spring season, just based on your experience from having coached in the World League. I mean, how many games could y'all feasibly have in a spring season and still? the players be able to deal with the physical demands of playing a spring season and a fall season in that same year. I mean, is there a ballpark number of games you think would work in that regard? You know, anytime that that's, and there haven't been a lot of discussions, right? A lot of the focus has been on the fall, but in a couple that I've had, I think the first thing you got to answer is what do you want the fall to look like? Right. And then, and then go back and, and, and I don't know that and I, I don't I don't know and I haven't done enough study or research, but you know, if you're playing even taking out bowl games or championship games or extra games there, you know, sixteen, eighteen games is a lot of games. You know, and, and, and then how do you but I think it matters I think you almost have to, and it's I'm not gonna make this call, right? you know, I can have an opinion, but just like in all this right here, it's, it's going to be bigger than me. But I think you got to say, what do you want the fall to look like first? And then how that looks, how many games you have to work with. And I think then there's also reality to, you know, at least in our in our conference, weather. You know, and, and what is that window like? And certainly the longer that you want to go into, if you're going April and May, and if you're going anything in there, then it's, to me it has to back up then. You're not going to have the same start time you normally do. So I think, I think the two have to be tied together. 
And in my mind, you know what? We've, we made the decision and we've canceled the 2020 season. Now, how do we want to do 2021? That's another, and to me, you start with the fall. And then I think there's some things you can do in the spring. You know, I think you can do some, some games against other opponents, you know, maybe not even almost like preseason games in the NFL, you know, and, and, play against some teams that you've never played against before and have great matchups. And, and I think it'd be a great opportunity for your kids to be able to play um, young kids to go up against good ones for good players to play against other good players. Uh, heck, even just playing a stadium that you never would have played in before. I know it's the spring, but I think there's a lot of things that you, you need to unpack on it. But I think the starting point to spring ball is how do you want the fall to look like? How tough was it? Uh, it seemed like all the players tweeted out that they wanted to play, and, and an athlete's mentality is, yeah, they want to go. They want to buy into what the coach is saying, and, and you got to get ready for a season. But how tough of a discussion is that to tell an athlete, hey, for your health and for the sake of everything, we just can't do it right now? Well, I mean, obviously the, those conversations are we all want to play, right? We all know there's certain risks involved in playing the game. It's not like, you know, I never once throughout this whole process, it wasn't me having to make a decision and tell our kids, you know, and one thing I've always been really proud of being a part of, you know, the athletic department and, and football program here at Wisconsin is the student athletes always been first, you know, whether you're talking about in, in something like this or you're talking about kind of, we're going to do everything we can within the rules for our student athletes, right? So it's all of a sudden you had to shape the narrative or we're going to have a different approach, right? And it's, you know, our, our kids are smart kids. They know all that's going on. Um, they know, I was, they were just going through me to, what have you heard, coach? And not one of them came to me and says, coach, what are you going to decide to do, right? It, it's not that. And um, I think we all, we all wanted to play, but we also, you know, Colin talked about earlier, we also want to know what was going to happen if the season got interrupted. How is that going to affect my eligibility? You know, what, how are we going to divide? There's a lot of questions that were unknown. So it's not like it was a, you know, I didn't feel like I had to defend some decision that I was making. This thing is bigger than anything that it was bigger than me. It's bigger than our players. Right. And so um, I think, you know, try to be, transparent, honest with them throughout the whole process. And you know what? We got news today. And are we disappointed? Yeah, we want to play. Right? But we also know that we're in, you know, it's a unique time. And so we process it, and then it's our choice, right? How do we want to move forward? And and can we find a way to continue to get better? And and I, I believe in this group, and, and that's it always comes down to that, right? You've got a choice. And just because you know, there is disappointment. You know, there is, um, you, you do all this work to play the games, right? And and you want to play. And, you know, we're not the only ones that are disappointed, right? And it's, it's not just the coaches. It's not just the players. There's fans that are disappointed. There's, it's everyone, right? Um, but our, our guys, they get the big picture. They're smart. And um, so I don't know that, Maybe I'm misreading kind of the way you asked it, but it's not like I had to try to defend a decision that I had made. 
when the NCAA uh, shut down things in the spring, they gave waivers to uh, spring sport athletes for another year of eligibility and then left it up to the schools, whether they wanted to allow them to return or not. Uh, Wisconsin decided not to allow them or not to offer that to the seniors. If you guys don't play in the spring, do you know if the seniors from uh, this fall will be allowed to return next fall? You know, those are the, I do know that um, the NCAA, I think, I, I want to say, we were told, I believe it was middle of August, where they're going to try to have what's going on. And, and I think it will end up then going through the conference to each school, right? And um, and those are the things that we need to, to find out. You know, I, you know, I think there's a, there's a lot that goes into those, right? And so I'm anxious. That's the number Right now, that's probably the number one question. And, and um, you know, I couldn't answer it to our kids. And sure as I can't answer it right now to, to anyone on this call here. And that's where those are the things that they want to know. That's why there's still there's still a lot of uncertainty. How is this, what is going to happen? And, and how does it affect eligibility? Um, I know some early conversations and, and things that, you know, kind of if it were to come up, but but nothing that's, you know, you got to kind of wait for it to, to happen. And that's where the August thing will start the discussion. What can we do? And then how do you make the right decision? And again, I'll go back to this. So our department's done everything for our group. And, and I appreciate that. And, and it's um, I think it will continue to be that. That again is Wisconsin football head coach Paul Chris addressing the media on Tuesday evening, right after, or not long after, he spoke to his team via virtual video conference, try to come up with a plan to move forward uh, for the 20 hours a week or so they're going to have to work. I'm sure Paul's going to give his players a little bit of time to process this, and I'm sure a lot of players are going to make some very tough decisions on whether to stay at the University of Wisconsin or transfer somewhere else where they can compete right away. At least, as of now, it appears that they can compete right away in three of the five Power Five conferences. That is our show for this week. I wish we had better news to talk about. I was looking forward to kind of diving into Wisconsin position previews, but that will have to wait until the spring, we hope. Knock on wood. For the latest on Wisconsin football, basketball, and recruiting, and believe me, there's going to be a lot of news here, I have a feeling, in the coming days and weeks. Stay logged on to BadgerBlitz.com. Follow me on Twitter at the Badger Nation. And John McNamara at McNamara Rivals will get you all the latest as Wisconsin and the rest of the Big Ten brace without fall football for the first time in more than a century. Stay safe out there, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you soon here on the BadgerBlitz.com podcast.